You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It's Friday, January 14th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. The Omicron surge is putting a heavy strain on hospitals around the country, with many hospital workers themselves testing positive, forcing them to stay home. To help with serious staffing shortages, California is implementing a temporary and controversial new policy that allows asymptomatic healthcare workers who have tested positive to return to work immediately. Haley Smith, reporter at the LA Times, joins us for COVID-positive medical workers staying on the job. Thanks for joining us, Haley. Hi, thanks so much for having me. I wanted to talk about something that's interesting uh, going on in California hospitals. You know, we've been talking a lot about the Omicron variant and all the disruptions that have been happening. A lot of people are getting sick. People are calling out sick from work. They're having to quarantine for a number of days until they can get their negative tests. It's causing a lot of disruptions to services, uh, especially in our hospitals, which are already overtaxed with people that are sick with COVID, people that are just going in for regular illnesses and maintenance and all that. It's becoming a problem so much so that California is coming up with a new policy change to let nurses who might have tested positive for coronavirus, they could be asymptomatic, but to let them return to work. So they could be positive for the virus and still report to work. Uh, Haley, help us walk through some of this. What are we seeing? Yeah, that's right. So, you know, as you mentioned, Omicron is really sweeping through the population. Um, It is creating an influx of new patients in our hospitals, but it's also critically taking a lot of healthcare workers out of commission. And so that means doctors and nurses, but it's also all kinds of staff members, housekeepers, cleaning crews, people who answer the phones, even the lab workers who are processing tests. So what the California Department of Public Health decided to do was institute this temporary but sweeping policy change that allows asymptomatic healthcare workers who have tested positive for the coronavirus to return to work immediately without testing and without isolation. Some experts said this decision was a a necessary solution to this critical understaffing problem that we're having right now, but um, the decision was met pretty instantly with outrage and anger from a lot of people in the healthcare industry who said it's dangerous for workers and, and potentially for the patients that they treat. I mean, just on its face, it sounds like it has a lot of very, very bad potential, right? You're sending people who could be infectious right back in there to people that are very vulnerable. And you're right, right? People were describing this. People were saying, oh, you know, this is the lesser of two evils. It is mm-hmm. a necessity. And that is very tough to square away because understaffing in hospitals can pose an even greater risk, right? People that need that help, they're just not getting it could be even Mm -hmm. more of a problem, more people dying, all that. It's very tough on that. So in all of this, I mean, they're placing a lot of trust, it seems, on masks and masking, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, That's one of the main things. And then I guess another part of the guidelines is, you know, they want the people, the nurses that are positive to hopefully at least only work with COVID positive people. 
Right. I mean, that's the hope, but there's really no way to guarantee that. I mean, if you've got short staffing in a department, you're going to need whatever workers you can get. But I spoke to several nurses and healthcare workers in reporting this story. One of them told me she's seen coronavirus positive workers attending to chemo patients, women in labor, patients in the NICU. So it's certainly a scary prospect here. But to your point, I think that what hospitals are trying to do is weigh the risks here, right? Like what's worse to be seen by an asymptomatic worker or to not be seen by anyone at all. And we've already heard about people waiting 20 hours to get into the hospitals. We've heard about ambulances being diverted away. So like you said, this may be the lesser of two evils, but it's pretty scary. I did pose the question, though, to an epidemiologist because I wanted someone smarter than me to weigh in on the science of what you just mentioned, you know, the masks and the safety here and what the risk actually is here. And he said that if a worker is asymptomatic, which means they're not coughing, they don't have a fever, they feel perfectly normal other than this positive test, and they're wearing an N95 mask and practicing all the other safety precautions that they can, the risk is pretty minimal. But even he said we should move away from this sort of extraordinary measure as soon as possible. Let's talk a little bit about what we are seeing with the Omicron variant right now. You know, we're talking about hospital systems being overloaded. And, and it's not just the case mm-hmm. because so many people are going to the hospital with severe COVID infection. You know, a lot of this has to do with staff testing positive and then they have to call out, right? You got to get taken out of action mm-hmm. in, in there. So this is what's causing the burdens on the hospital system right now. But we are seeing still, you know, lesser of these serious infections going on. That's right. And that's what's really striking about this wave compared to earlier surges of the pandemic. We are seeing fewer patients who are severely ill. This doesn't mean that people aren't dying. This doesn't mean that people aren't in the ICU or on ventilators. Um, The majority of those people are unvaccinated. So that is still happening. But yeah, the big change here is that the sort of overload in the healthcare system is really the worker shortage and not necessarily a huge flood of very ill patients. So that's kind of where we're at. And and as you referenced earlier, there have been studies and data about understaffing. And we do know that understaffing can result in more deaths, more morbidity, more accidents and errors. So it's dangerous for patients to be in a hospital where the staff is really overworked and there's not enough people there. But again, it's also like, well, how dangerous is it to be treated by an asymptomatic worker? That's the math we're trying to do. I mean, this is these policy changes are just allowing for these hospitals and hospital systems to make these adjustments if they can. You know, they've said that this should be the like the ultimate last option if Mm -hmm. you need people. Um, A lot of the resistance, you said there was a lot of resistance. A lot of it's coming from uh, nursing groups, uh, unions, things like that. So it seems like they're still trying to fight this at least. Absolutely. The unions are really upset about this. And the nurses that I spoke to, I mean, they're concerned. They run the gamut. Some of them have specific fears about passing the coronavirus on to their patients. Some healthcare workers said they're really worried that it would increase the risk to their loved ones at home. Others said it was hypocritical of the state to ask coronavirus positive staffers to report for duty after instituting a vaccine mandate that cost them workers their jobs. So there are, you know, a myriad of responses to this, but generally it's been a lot of outrage on behalf of the workers. Haley Smith, reporter at the LA Times. Thank you very much for joining us. Sure. Thanks for having me. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. 
But don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcast. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.